January 17, 1945. Moslaski Bridge, Warsaw, Poland. Informed that only a scant rearguard remained in Warsaw to hold the Vistula line, Stalin at last authorized the liberation of the city. In the pre-dawn darkness, Soviet formations seized the undestroyed bridges and cleared the west bank of the river. Near noon, the 6th Polish Infantry Regiment, under Colonel Gorinin, supported by Soviet armor of the 16th Tank Regiment, crossed the bridge at Mostslaski. With the 1st Battalion leading, the elated Poles spread on a broad front to the north and south. Coordinating with other formations, the regiment then moved off at mid-afternoon to clear the city center. Soviet forces contacted the German defense at a dozen points within minutes. In to the square. Hello, everybody, and so welcome back to an uh, ASL Extra number 16 to the square. We picked a scenario more players might have at home. It's a classic Beyond Valor scenario. Take a look and lay out the boards first of all to get a setup going and realize board eight isn't going to be played here much as it's the river. And the Russians under Dave Timonen will come against my German defense. We looked this up on Roar, and the Germans have won 35, and I think the Russians, or Polish, had won 50, so it looks like it'll be hard for the Germans to win on the defense. It'd be nice if Dave can get a victory today, don't you think? And, no, Dave Timonen, not me. <laughs> and um, So, laid out the boards, look at the forces, and the setup. The Germans are going to set up on board 20, 21 or 1, it's the back three boards across from the river, and the Russian, Polish are going to set up, I'm sure we're going to say Russian instead of Polish a lot, so just forgive us that if that happens during the show. Set up just here on the west side of the river, so board 8 will be gone soon, and Dave's going to have to come down the three boards to get to... Building 20H3 at the end of play. Or exit 30 victory points off the west edge of board 20. So I have to defend this whole west edge and building 20H3. Yeah, it looks, yeah it's a lot to cover. So the, the Germans have 14 squads, two small anti-tank guns. Well, 50Ls. I haven't looked up the kill numbers yet, but... Uh, and, like, only five machine guns, a roadblock, and some wire. It's a mixed bag for the Germans. Uh, five of those squads are second line, the rest first line. So it's 1945, January, near the end of the war. I'm surprised there aren't some conscripts in here. And the, this Polish get a nice 20 squads. 
six machine guns, a radio, uh, and four T-3485s. Nice tank. I like that tank. It's quick, good armor. You know, he'll have to just stay away from the Panzerfausts. I don't even have a Panzer Shrek in my collection of Motley Men. And let's take a look at the special rules then. The environmental conditions are wet. Two-lane stone bridge spans the river. There's no wind. Kindling fires is not allowed. Now, do I need to set that bridge up, actually? I think the answer is going to be no. Because the Polish will set up on any whole hex of board 8. Well, he could be across the river on the other side doesn't say the east side of the river. And the Germans setting up uh, any whole hex of board 2021 and 1. See special rule 2. The Germans, two squads. Uh, and of course, leaders and support weapons may be hip. Hidden initial placement boards 1, 21, and 20, which is the setup area. Why would David set up across the river? No reason to do that. Maybe a target on the bridge crossing, so I'm real sure he's got plenty of space on board eight to set up. It's going to be, well, for the German, you know, you, you could do a forward defense, I suppose, right on board one and just hit him there when he's only got woods and wooden buildings, I think, to set up in. But you don't want to set up adjacent to him. He's going to prep first, not with 20 squads coming at you. My tendency is to think of maybe a fallback defense, not put everything up there, put half up there on the front of board one. Oh, man, you're just going to get pulverized. Because you got to set up first, the German. So if you put two squads in the building on the far left and then... Two squads in the middle and two on the right. You're already a third of your forces are there. And you can set up, you know, 20 squads across the street and pulverize you and then blast right through there and surround you. So really, really dangerous stuff for the Germans you know, to get surrounded and cut off and destroyed. Uh, special rules again. Rule 3. Hex 20H3 is a third level building. Looking at it, yeah, that, that'll help get some line of sight going. You know, this is the building on board 20. Across the street are wooden buildings mostly, so I like that as a defensive place. But if you can exit, again, you got to defend this whole back row of board 20 here. Uh, wow. The German's going to definitely need a reserve force with a leader to move quickly left or right, depending. And you got to defend the building. You can't leave it empty. And if you're falling back to it, broken dudes running in there, I, I don't know. I'm tempted to let them run right through board one and two with no defense. Uh, German anti-tank guns and medium machine gun and heavy machine gun, maybe bore-sided. And Russian OB is 80 millimeter mortar. Not too terrible, but just enough to frustrate the German here. And prior to setup, the German's going to place the six rubble counters at ground level and any second level building hex on boards 1 or 21. After placing them, he'll make a die roll for each, and if he rolls a 5 or 6, he could put another rubble in an adjacent ground level hex of his choice. I assume that's fall easy falling rubble. He continues this procedure until 
He's created two additional rubble hexes, rolling the die once for each rubble hex before rolling a second time. Such placement does not cause other falling rubble to occur or in an attempt to create more rubble. So, I don't get that. Place six rubble counters at ground level. After placing them, roll for each five or six. Can put another rubble and adjacent. That'll be the falling. Continuing this die roll procedure until he's created at least two. Okay, so you have a minimum of eight rubble on the board. So when I'm thinking about rubbling hexes, and this is boards one and twenty-one, the front two boards. Well, maybe trying to block streets, right? Rubble falls across the street, blocks it, forces the Russian around. Uh, possibly I look at stairwells. Do I want to rubble stairwell hexes in these large um, stone buildings on board one? Then he can't take them and move up in the upper levels and fire back at me. Uh, he may not want to do that anyway. He's got to move ten, 10 turns, a lot of turns to get down here to this last board. But he may want to move swiftly. Yeah, that's, you know, how I think about the rubble here. Uh, how, how does it help the defender? I don't know. <laughs> As a defensive place to be in, because I already got the pluses, the stone buildings if I want them. So, on this board, on these boards, you're going to look a lot as a German defender for fire lanes. Down streets, that should impede his movement nicely. Just enough, you know, you lay it down. He can't run everyone across. He moves to get the German unit, maybe run away and fall back. It's one thing to think about again. So, for rubble, I decided to put one in hex EE4 on board 21. Logic being it cuts off the stairwell hex upstairs in that brick building, taking away, if Dave wants to move up and make uh, fire bases with those machine guns and pummel my last stand building, then I took that away from him, and I rolled for a rubble creation, and I got a five, so I got rubble. So I thought of placing it in the adjacent road, FF3 or four, but it doesn't cut the road off, and it would block any ground defender I might put over there in F F1 from doing a fire lane down that road. So I thought, well, I'll put it in EE3 and knock out a first level building. Now what that does for me, I think, is open up line of sight from my last building. It's the H3 is called the, um, in the aftermath here, the distinctive Charakowska clock tower. And that's a third level thing. So, yep, you know, that could open up an extra uh, shot into the open. To, so if Dave does flank around my left down that road and the half hex is on the edge, it opens up a shot at it. So that's why I did that. I put another rubble in AA2 and AY4. For the same reason. It cuts off the stairwells up into that big wooden building on board 21. So I roll for rubble creation there. None uh, on AA2 and none on AA4 or Y4. So then I put rubble in E1 and F1 on board 20. My thinking here is again, lower the building 
so I have a better line of sight out into the open back there. So that's going to make attacking across that E1 area on board 20 for Dave not a very good idea. Next I place my machine guns and I put the heavy and a half squad in G5, no G3 with the Neg1 leader concealed on level 3 because I think they can pick up a lot of open ground out there around the big yellow number one on board one if Dave tries to take that left flank and a light machine gun and a 467 and J9 concealed he has a uh, fire lanes to the left and to the right down the streets both directions and straight ahead really nice position there I put a piece in P7 and this is board one now P7 467 and a light machine gun and a concealed in P7. He has a fire lanes to the left and to the right also. And a little bit straight ahead. Well, you know, if he did a zigzaggy one, he'd get a little ways down the road. Then on the right flank, board one, I have AA7, uh, three concealment counters. That's my dummy stack. Figuring it looks like I'm being consistent and putting out light machine guns and fire lanes in the front. Maybe that'll deter him from dashing across EE5, FF4, or even going GG4 on the board on the right. My right side on board one. And maybe stop him from coming down the middle. Maybe he'll move through the buildings in the center. Um, you know, building X4 and I'll slow him down a lot. Then he can back off and take up another position in X9 or something. Uh, then I put a medium machine gun a little further back, G5 on board 21. G5, a wooden building. Huge long fire lane all the way down to M9 on board 1. That's a lot of hexes. 13, in fact. And the other medium... Oh, and I have a 467 with that medium and G5 on board 21. And board 21, Q7, 467, medium, concealed. So is G5 concealed. And they can shoot down the center and move back a hex to R6 if they need to to cover a nice fire lane to the left in front of the wall on board 21. Or drop back to R5 and cover another long fire lane on the other side of the wall on board 21. So my concealment counters, I've used all eight of those things in the G3 on board 20 is one, two of the lights in the front, that's two, three, and the two mediums, four, five, and the dummy stack, six, seven, eight. Yep. Oh, and board 21, hex B6, I have a 467, and the other light machine gun. Uh, his purpose is to cover that flank, fire lane across to H9 on board 21 down that road. Uh, if they're pushing hard that direction, you know, maybe move up to the woods in B9 and cut off all that open ground. So... I mean, there's a lot to cover. If the Russian comes hard with 20 squads in one sector, it would be very hard to defend. And I do not conceal those guys, so I'll set up maybe with the 8-0 on the bottom. 
I'm going to go back and move the 467, the light machine gun, and the 80 from board 21B6 out to E9 on board 21. He gets an alternate hex fire lane across the road over to J8 there. I think more likely that the Russian comes that way, and if not, then he may get some shots open ground, BB-10, AA-10, or D-10, EE-9, EE-8, well, no, FF-7 on board one. Between the trees in the house or shooting alongside the house, he might pick up open ground or he might pick up adjacent shots, but that's dangerous because he'll have to route if he breaks. Um, so I'm going to make him hidden over there. And then the other hidden squad probably should be, I don't know, one of these other light machine guns. Let's, let's take off board one, the little group in J9 by those trees. I'll pull them off and make them hidden also. Now that also freed up a concealment counter I'll use later. Let's take a look at the AT guns. They're 50 L's, so the kill number is a 13. Soviet front armor, 11. Forget a front shot. Uh, special ammo in dire, uh, dire straits. A, so is that APCR or something, or APDS or something? It's better, and in 45. Oh. I think they ran out of it by this time in the war. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so, no special ammo. Rate of Fire 3, though, really, really nice. Plan for some side shots on those T-3045s. Or go ahead and use them against infantry when you have to. They're also a quick setup, and their manhandling number is a 10, so they should be easy to move. So I'm thinking somewhere by roads to put them on with nice lines of, of fire and stuff like that. And so I'm thinking board 20 back here to shore up the defenses. If I have it in M, well, N8, covered arc 2 hex M7, I refer to the uh, first hex two hexes away when I do the covered arcs. That'll give me that nice long road behind the building if the, his tanks want to come around behind and, and try and isolate them and get the shots at the uh, routing Germans in that building. He might also move someone along there to exit. When they move to exit, it's hard to hit them because they have the plus two in motion and the plus for in line of sight a little amount of time. That can be a lot of pluses and very frustrating to try and get a hit on a tank exiting the board, you know, moving out from behind a building for a hex and then off. So, I don't know. I can always move these two. So I'm going to put one gun there, board 20, N8, the woods, looking down that long road. Then I'm putting the roadblock in on board 20, 
hex Q3 along the Q3 R2 hex side with the arrow facing that way. So then, this will be set up hidden. What if some tanks kind of come down the center area there and then come around the building to move down that long road behind the clockwork clock tower, big building, H3. They'll see this roadblock. They can't get around it there. There's a gully to the other side of it, so that may turn around, and then this AT gun opens up in R3, getting rear shots. Oh, that might be nice. Or they simply come down around Q1 and then turn to their, their left, or the German right, to exit the board off the right flank. He'll get side shots from there also. I think I like that. Huh. Got, got to set up quick. Dave's coming about 15 minutes. So then the wire. Got six of them. I'm just going to put them out here on board 20. J2, K3, L3, and L4 in front of the wall to prevent them from crossing. I think there's a strong attack position over there. And on the left side of the building, the clock tower, E3, F2 also. That'll force him. You know, if he wants to go to G1 to attack into me, that's a crazy because break got broken guys routing. I can pick him off from I3 well, on that one hex. There's woods in that center, so it's not a strong assault position, I don't think. So I'll use my wires that direction, rely on whatever infantry I can have left to take care of the hexes in front of the building directly in front around H1, I2. And I, I need a leader to rally the center if those guys break. They'll route back into board 21 around hex T9 or V9. So I'm going to take a NATO leader, Sergeant Klein, and I guess conceal him and place him into the T9 woods where he can move to rally. Let's place three 447s in a stack in hex M2 in the front of the defense building, the clock tower. Stacked so Dave doesn't know what's underneath them. He can't inspect them, but I can't set them up concealed. I'm out of those counters. I'll take three 467s and an 8 neg 1 liter. Plop them somewhere mobile, maybe into P8. Put the leader on the bottom, I guess. And then they can shift left or right, depending where the poles slash Russians go. Then I took my last two 447s and put them on board 21 CC9 and BB9. I just think I want to try and show Dave, oh, you can't just run across all that open ground on that left flank. Of course, I do have the heavy upstairs in the building to try and pick off dudes out there also. And I threw a leader into board one, J9, with that light machine gun group to prevent it from cowering if I need the fire lanes and allow that group to move more swiftly somewhere. I placed 
Well, I think that covers everything. My sniper can go anywhere, so I'll just put it into S9 on board one. Well, let's put it on DD7 on board one to help control the right flank, because that seems weak to me. And he could push all the way for the exit. So I think I told you where everything is. The three squads and H1 on H2 on board 20 in the building. The two half squads, the meat heavy, the 991 leader on level three. The half squad H3 in level three up that stairs to replace the machine gun guy. The wire around that building. The two 447s out on board 21 behind the wall, CC9, BB9, and then all the lights. So when I threw a leader in the T, yeah, we talked about the leader in T9. And my mobile group in P8. And so the guns, yep, I think we covered everything. I'll take a picture of this when so you can see anything I might have missed. Okay, using these large boards may have been a problem because I had to get really way up by the ceiling to get a picture of the whole setup. But soon we'll be down to two boards. All the action is going to be happening on 2021. And I think having this larger hex is going to be nice so we can lay things out for you to see multiple people in a hex. Now when I took the photo I left my mobile group on board 21 P8 as a stack and my stack in H2 on board 20 in the in the big building as a stack. Everything else I think I had spread out here. So now I'm going to restack them with the concealments and pull my hiddens off the board and jot them down. Oh, boar siding. Don't forget your boar Oh, yeah. He's coming out. He starts on board, so I don't get boar siding except for that special rule. The AT guns, MMG, HMG may be boar sighted. So... Well, with my gun in R3, let's bore sight hex. Yeah, never know what to do here. So many hexes out here. Well, T1, if he comes up the middle and then turns to the left, or P1 would be nice if Dave pulls a tank up there and fires down that road toward the wall. And J3 on board 20. That would be P1 on board 21. Or, I don't know. And the other gun on the left, N8 on board 20. Maybe it should bore sight the building, C3, rather than the open ground hexes, which it'll probably hit well enough. Or, boy, D3, if the... Russian or Poles try crossing across there to get around the back. Nah, I'll do the building hex C3. And the heavy, wow. Um, the heavy up high will bore sight the little wooden building D8 way over there. That might be a rally spot for him. And he might move into there to attack my two guys across the walls on DD CC9 medium and O or Q7 on board 21 we'll go straight down the road at Q6 
to help protect my dudes up in P7, although they should be flying back and not be fighting it out there. And medium machine gun back here in G3 on board 21. Well, hmm. I don't think there's any point in, I don't think I can bore sight beyond normal range. So down the fire lane area, M9 is on board one is too far away. So maybe back here to my right side, like D8, wooden building D8. Yeah, I'll do that one. Hello everybody, this is Dave Timonen. I am playing to the square. I'm playing the Polish side uh, with the Russian counters. And um, I am looking at Dave's setup here. Uh, he's on board 20, 21, and 1. And I'm a little bit uh, concerned because I do see in the, the building that I have to take, which is 20H3. I see he's got a half squad in there, so it looks like he deployed. I believe there are probably three hidden half squads somewhere. Don't know where they're at. I know there's 10 turns, but in order for me to get across this whole board, I have to assume that he has got those three hidden somewhere. I'm a little worried because I'll be moving somewhat in stacks because there's not a whole lot out here, but he does have hidden. So like I said, those three half squad are somewhere, and it may become a surprise at some point where he's at. Um, I also have to be careful about uh, his AT guns. I know they're hidden. I gotta figure a way to maybe spread out my tanks a little, a little bit when I get them up and going. Um, I'll go through where I have everything in a moment. Um, as far as his setup um, in general, uh, it, it's gonna be tough, I think, for the Germans. But um, I don't want to say anything to jinx myself here. But uh, I'm kind of taking um, a good six off to my right here, up through. Um, towards the, the factory there to take over. And then the rest of the squads are really going to start in the middle. And they can veer off to the left a little bit, maybe go straight up, kind of distract him a little. That's kind of my strategy. So then I can concentrate, you know, some forces to go to the factory as well as maybe running things off. Um, I know these tanks are worth a lot, maybe six or seven points. Uh, I need 30 to get off the board. Um, still a lot, but... Um, Anyway, I'll go through uh, what I have on board 8. I have in W10, starting from left to right, W10, I have two 447s. In uh, U10, I've got three 447s. In S10, in the building, I've got uh, three 447s with a light machine gun and my 8-1 liter. Um, in the building, also an R9, I've got three squads with a medium machine gun and my 8.0 liter. So I'm hoping from there those guys can run up quicker. But they do have uh, some guns, which might slow me down a little bit. I think the mediums and the heavies are five portage points. And then I have my two tanks in Q10. Um, they're not going to be sticking together too much, but I have to keep them by infantry. So my plan is to kind of split them a little bit. So. If he is hiding with those half squads somewhere, Panzerfaust, um, I don't want to get too close to some of the stacks I see out there. So my hope, my plan is to kind of split them up a little, but they got to remain by uh, infantry. Uh, P9 um, in the woods, I have three 447s. 
And coming over to um, K10, I have three four four sevens and a light and a medium machine gun with an 80 liter. So I'm hoping they can run up quick. Um, in I-10, I have my other two 85L tanks with a, a 9 Neg 1 uh, tank leader. And then well over into D-9, I have my radio with my 9 Neg 1 liter, heavy, uh, three four four sevens, and the light machine gun. So my strategy really is to kind of take these six squads off to the right here and, and kind of push forward, really. Um, the tanks, I'm going to try to take really up the road to the farthest right I can, even though he has two squads there. But if I can take those, I'm guessing he's not going to have hidden over there. So I think what he's trying to lure me into some other area where there's going to be hidden guys. But again, I don't know. It's speculation. Those hidden guys can be anywhere. Um, where my tanks are there on Q10, where they're going to be, you know, moving up and splitting somewhere. I mean, he can be anywhere. His AT guns can be anywhere. Um, there's not much I can do, but he's got a lot of ground to cover. So for me to go to, for me to go down a, a street where he's going to be able to cover everything, I don't think he'll be able to do that. But um, we shall see. This this will be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. This one looks really neat. It is 10 turns. Um, and we'll just see how it goes. So wish me luck. All right, looking at Dave's setup. Um, looks like he's going to fall exactly into my trap. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do. He's got a nice center force coming, so I got a, he's got a group heading to the house, it looks like, and I can't inspect his stacks. He's got a radio up here on a hill, but can't really see over the buildings in front of it much. I don't know, maybe he's going to call that and we'll find out. So we'll start play through turn one and maybe two, and then we'll give you an update. All right, end of turn two, German reporting in. I moved my uh, concealment stack to CC10. Oh, wait, now I'm advancing into, uh, I forgot to advance them, E10. Those are the three question marks. And they had shifted left and then shifted back right, falling back. The Russian, um, no, the German uh, group in, G5 is just waiting on board 21. I think everything else is on board 21 right now. Just waiting. Um, 08, a 467, and a 9, 8 neg 1 liter. Two 467s and P8 concealed. They had moved forward at the end of turn 1 and then back again at the end of turn 2. And... Q7 still there concealed. Dave avoided that road. And V9 has a broken squad, a light, and uh, the 8 neg 1 leader still broken. They came out of um, J9 and routed back 
tank shot hit him from F7. And on the, um, and then I, I, I guess like in Y, Y9, the 8-0 concealed, Z9, a 4-4-7 concealed, B9, a 4-4-7 concealed, C9, a 4-4-7 concealed, and D8, a 4 2-4-4-7s concealed. So what I did there was I got all the dudes from the clock, fa fa clock tower back there, building H3, and in two turns moved them up and advanced up along this wall. Seeing that Dave's moving a big stack into C7. Now, of course, my leader's in Y9. I really should have him running behind to rally up all these 447s because they're going to be getting hit. But we'll see. I'm thinking his big stack might come into D8. Would I add boresighted? Yes. And that's the German dispositions. The dude's in the tower still there. I had revealed the hiddens somewhere. Was that J9? Yeah, to support Dave's assault across on building P7 as he came across with a lot of dudes. This he'll tell you where he is. Oh, I have a pinned dude in P7 half squad with a light pinned in there. Oh, wait. Yeah, pin comes off. So um, he attacked that center, and all I did was take out a half squad. He took out a half squad. and uh, So anyway, not nearly as much damage as I thought uh, from the fire lanes. He's moving through those little one fire lanes with a couple guys. All right, my plan is right now, well, you can see I came forward on the left, holding in the center, really loaded up in building P9 on board 21. And this right flank is pretty, my right is pretty wide open. Uh, I still have the hidden dudes in F9, so we'll see if Dave sees that big opening and shifts the big force off to the left to try and exit. Hello, Dave T here. Okay, end of turn two. Okay, so I am the Russians, and um, I've moved up quite a bit here. I, I did take um, a little bit of a hit. I, I had coming up the middle, I was half squatted, um, coming out in the middle. Um, in P07, I was half squatted out in the open there. Um, but I do have a Berserk guy in P6, uh, it's a 458, who actually created a hero, and then he subsequently died. But um, he's gone Berserk now, and um, there was a flush out a hidden guy. He was a full squad, I thought, here in P7 of the German. So, um, optimistically, I think, and maybe it's too early to say, uh, I've done pretty well. Uh, Dave K has pushed back quite a bit. Um, he's kind of formed a wall over off to the right-hand side um, where I was hoping to kind of take my tanks up there. So I am definitely distracting, moving towards the the factory there. But it's really only six squads and two uh, tanks. So everything else is kind of up the middle. Um, I may push a little more off to the left to spread them out more. Um, so he's going to have to decide where he's going to move all his forces. Um, this way it should give me plenty of points if I want to run off. Um, but I also have plenty on the right-hand side to distract and, um, you know, look like I'm, I'm heading towards the, the factory, which I am. So that's still an option since there are two victory conditions here. That's what's going on so far. I seem to be moving up pretty well. I'm, I'm most of my uh, tanks and men, uh, infantry that is, are pretty much on the W's, the V's. Um, and the S's.
on board one. So um, that's a good thing you'll see in the picture. So right now I'm kind of standing ground, but I'm keep pushing forward. So not quite across the board yet, but uh, you know if that's two turns almost across one board, say it's another four turns across another board, six turns, probably some slowing down a little bit. That'll give me maybe three turns per board to get off. So there's still time. Um, not too much of a rush to to move too much. Uh, to get up where I need to go. Um, so that's my goal. So I'm going to keep pushing forward up through the middle, maybe veer a little to the left. Um, the right-hand flank is going to continue on and see what it could do over here to distract and keep some men over here. But again, we'll see what happens. So, so far, seems to be okay. Um, cautiously uh, optimistic at this point. All right, end of turn four. And photo, you can see the progress and the German dispositions. Those three concealment squads are in C8. I don't think he's being fooled by that anymore. Uh, E9, I lost a squad and a leader to a close combat with a rush with a Polish squad. I killed him too. So there's just a light hanging out in E9 by itself, German. I'm on board 21. We took away board 8. Um, I have the 467 medium machine gun still in G5. The leader routed back to G3. It's acquired by a Russian tank, so i got to get out of there soon. Uh, but boy, he's only got two guys across the street from him. He might hold that out. Dave made it successfully into the street over here by 09. And, uh, and you know, he advanced in, so he didn't get a chance to use a fire lane on it. And then I have OQ, a Q7 467 broken 467 in Q6 and a broken 237 second liner ELR and half squatted and a nine, uh, broken in Q6 and an 8 neg 1 ready to rally him in Q6 and our 6 is my squad 467 with the medium still holding off the road fire lane and down the uh, S7 I7 or T7 U8 road on down there he picked up my light machine gun, and he has it in R9, and uh, his berserk guy came in there and took out my half broken half squad, and then I'm in W8, 467 light, and an 8 neg 1 leader, and then I still have this 447s around the, the wall, Y9, BB9, CC9, EE8, and I got my leader back to CC6, the 8-0, concealed just as I planned. So that looks okay. He came into building D8, the boar-sided, and I broke the crew, the, the squad with the medium or heavy machine gun. It's a heavy to a half squad, ELR, and he routed back to C7. And then I got the leader, KI'd him, wounded him, broke morale, failed morale again. And he's gone. I've got a lot of great rates from that high post and that boar sighting really, really helped. So that worked. But um, what's happening next? I think, I don't know. I think he's too weak on the left to push very hard. He's using his tanks pretty well to pull up and bust some of my, you know, machine gun posts. Um, center looks pretty strong but you know i'm strong there too we'll have to see i think it's starting to look challenging and that's the end of turn four 
Okay, Dave T here with the polls, um, with the Russian counters. Well, things are not working out quite as well as I hoped. Um, his, uh, you know, his heavy machine gun there up in the in the building, in the factory there, uh, is pretty much decimated my right hand flank here. Uh, the radio, the the leader's gone. Uh, my OBA, I didn't have a chance anyway, even when I tried. Uh, classic Dave T does not do well with OBA. Just uh, I can't ever. My, the card I drew was red. Um, he broke me anyway. Um, things aren't going well on that flank. Um, so I think at this point my middle, my middle forces um, getting a little held up. I'm not even through. I'm not halfway through uh, board 21 which is bad um, if I'm going to start running off, and I think that's probably going to be my plan at this point. My worry is the AT guns, they're hidden, so um, at this point I'm pretty much going to run everybody. Uh, I think uh, sitting around and trying to prep and trying to kill what what they, he has there um, is not going to bode well for me. I think I just got to run for it. Um, possibly dropping my machine guns because they'll, they'll slow me down. Uh, his hidden guy was exposed over here on the left flank. Um, so I've got that flushed out. But uh, I've been sitting here with my tank trying to get him in G5 forever. And I just can't do it. Uh, I'm going to prep there one last time. And then hopefully these guys will just run out. Um, so that's really my plan here. i got to get across. I think my best bet now is to really just run. Uh, possibly towards the factory to get him a little bit worried there. Um, do the best I can. I have aimed my tank up there at that building. Um, the cutoff, that machine gun up there that gets right just about every roll. So um, running up and seeing what I can do here. Like I said, it hasn't planned or has not gone as planned. But I'll do the best I can here. Um, these tanks are worth a lot. So if I can get three through and some infantry I can still have this game but right now it's looking a little grim because I'm not halfway through and we're on turn five so let's hope for the best all right end of turn six no so yeah six and looking grim we should have reported at the end of turn five because such big movement happened so the Germans on board 21 Unpossessed machine guns, I'm not going to mention. I have three concealment squads, all three dummy, st dummy stack in B1 that Dave now knows is dummy because the top one fell off when I was moving them. And he generously still shot at it to try and make it fair that he turned it up normally. But anyway. And then we have, oh, golly, a four, six, seven that got pinned in O2. He came from the center somewhere two turns ago. I mean, it's a lot of movement, folks, in this last two turns. And I have a German 467 with the light, CX'd in R3. He came from also the center, Dave? Somewhere around somewhere. I think. And then, uh, anyway, he, he, Dave has gotten behind him, so he's coming up on Dave's back to harass him and try and catch those guys and keep them from going off the board. And then over here in T9, there's an 8-neg-1 and a broken 447-DM that had come around to harass a bunch of Dave's broke guys in T10 a turn ago, and now they're back in R8, as you'll hear when he does his. And 
Uh, still on board 21. Yeah, I guess I got a broken 447 in DD3. I started to pull off that wall two turns ago. They got pretty far. They could run down the road, even road bonus, I think, on one turn. But 447 and Y1 with the 80 liter concealed, double timed, CX'd. And BB1, a 447. Another 447 got vapoed at the wall by a tank or something. And then the rest pulled out. Obviously, one chased over this direction to T9 to hit Dave's broke guys, which helped. They took out a, two half squads and a, or a squad and two half squads, something pretty big. So it's a lot of points. I think the house is now secure. <laughs> Dave's certainly not going to even go for the house, even though he has one squad over on the other flank. Then, over, let's look at board 20 for the German. 467 medium, double timed. He had just crossed out of the uh, P2Q03 brush. These two German squads had come out of there. The hidden gun in N8 came out and pushed down the road, board 20. Yep, and uh, two times made great rolls. Well, even a high roll is good on a road. And the other gun came out of R3 and is now in T1 double timed. They're racing over. He just came out last turn. He should have come out the turn before. And then I'd be able to push him into his own to get Dave's tanks. Then I have a group uh, 247, 247, and a 237. Or, I'm sorry, two 247s and an 8-neg-1 in X6. Still on board 20. And a 237 in X5 board 20. They kind of zipped out of somewhere. Where'd they come from, Dave? Dave's in the room with me here because we're not being too secretive now for me. I'm desperately trying to get in front of them. Um, yeah, they were like in building T2 on board 20 last turn and shot across. And the turn before that, I don't know where they were, but obviously falling back from the middle, racing to get to the back. And... I think that's all the Germans. In the big building, H3, the clock tower building, uh, I shifted the leader and the heavy and the light to I3. And the backup half squad's still in there. Got to at least keep the two half squads in there. Probably put in a 447 or two to just hold that at the end. But Dave's going to get off the board, I believe. So we'll probably be coming to report the end after turn seven or eight. And my strategy... Cut Dave off, <laughs> desperately, try and kill Dave. He's got a lot of points over there. And I think he now knows how to play well enough. He's going to draw my fire and move behind it. He's been doing that tonight. And um, we'll see. Okay, Dave T here. Here we are at the top of the seventh on my turn. Um, a lot has changed here, uh, more so than I expected. It worked out okay, I think. Okay, so um, I had a cluster of squads in the, the woods and buildings on board 21, uh, T8, U9, V9. I was trying to run across, as I had reported last time, trying to get across, just run for it. I ran three squads out, boom, you know, broken, broken, broken through. So three squads. They came back to um, rally around NT10. Dave came up with a squad and a leader and broke some more, uh, eliminated a couple. So that whole 
um, area got decimated. The only thing that actually has made any progress uh, for the Russian on the right flank is a 447 and a LMG and EE-7 on board 21. Um, everything else failed off to the right-hand side. Uh, the radio has been gone for a couple turns. Um, everything else retreated from that area. I had a couple tanks over there, so I moved them all the way back over to the left-hand side through um, board 20 or board one, and made my way up through board 21 and all the way to uh, board 20. Um, the, all the all the tanks are on board 20 right now so in two turns I was able to get them up um, I was able to break through some of the squads that Dave had over on board 21 um, but really because there wasn't a whole lot between um, the other side of the graveyard Dave had a lot over there but not anything between the graveyard and on the left hand flank here so that worked out well my my squads just ran down the road um, open ground stacks. I wasn't too worried because both of his hiddens were um, exposed, so I wasn't too worried about that. Um, so I'm sitting fairly well right now. Um, I have quite a few squads um, where I'm looking to hopefully take a victory here, but I do have a couple broken here. I'll review. And on board 21, I've got an 8 1 liter. Uh, half squad and a light machine gun, kind of holding out a small flank here. Uh, a couple broken half squads in P7. Uh, half squad and a full squad, broken all by themselves on board 21. I also have a full squad on, in, in the graveyard in P3 and also in Q3. So he's coming up behind me in that building with a 467 and a light machine gun. Hopefully I can hold him off there. Um, I got a half squad in J3, uh, broken full squad in F2, uh, 447 in D1. Um, as we had mentioned, he's got a dummy stack there that we're, that we're aware of, but uh, I don't think they're going to be a threat. Uh, my tanks are sitting pretty well, um, all on board 20. Um, and BB, well, it's both on board 20 and... 21, but it's BB1 and F1 between those two, right in the board hex. Uh, CC1's got an 80 liter, 447. Uh, my other tanks are sitting in FF2 and EE3 on board 20. Um, my fourth tank is in EE6 on board 20. And I also have three squads with a light machine gun and building uh, Z2 in the location Z2 and trying to hold off him cutting off over here it's on the between boards 20 and 21 um, looks like it's between X1 and J1 so he's coming across with another squad and a medium gotta hold him off there so it looks positive I, as long as I don't lose my tanks here. That's 28 points or so, 26, 24, something like that. I think I have enough infantry here to run off. Um, still being cautious because with this game you never know what's going to happen. But uh, so far it's looking okay. And that'll be it for the Russian. Uh, one quick mention on board 21. 
um, around G4, G5, finally, um, Dave was hold, holding a squad there almost all game, but I finally was able to break him and eliminate him. Uh, he had a 7-0 leader there as well, so I was glad to finally get rid of that, but it took forever, all game. All right, everybody, I'm done. It's turn eight. Dave got off, of course, the four tanks. Alone can win, right? Are you sure it's 30 points to win? That's what it We're says. We're looking at the card. Yep. Exit 30? Or exit 30 victory points. All right, because the tank's got a 992 leader in it. That's extra points. So, right, the tanks alone, we got them at seven each. Which I did not realize. I thought I had to run something else off. But... And you would have anyway, right? Yes. So I, at the end game here, we won't name everything off, but Dave's got four four sevens basically in EE seven, BB four, CC four, two of them in Z four with a light, and basically then, yeah, one in FF three, and then AA three is a half squad already uh, double timed. So it's his turn in the eighth. The tanks went off. I quit anyway. I should quit because I have half a, a half squad in Y five. The three two seven. He came across the street. Figuring if I tie him up in Z4, what the heck, right? Yeah. I mean, what else am I going to do? Do it melee. Run across. I ran X7, a squad, and a leader. They broke, so they routed to X10, where they sit broken for his last turn to move off. Thinking, well, if I get a miracle rally, well, they can't shoot anything from there. They can't shoot anything anyway from any right. of these hexes, but I could zip across to this woods, and if he didn't exit the tanks, I might get a Panzerfaust shot in there. Um, which was Which not, I basically had none tonight. There was not, that was not a factor. I tried to stay far away yeah enough yep. yeah he did no vehicle bypass freeze moves and you know this wide board i don't think you need to my setup on this right flank obviously weak i didn't move my at guns quick enough to get over here um i thought i'd get that middle infantry stack with the nine egg one that was around building u3 you know and then here in x6 at the end of a turn um i thought i'd get them over faster to cut you off but i don't have anyone back in this corner the road Y10, Y6, EFF2, you know, no one's in here to stop him. And, and and I fully expected you to have your AT guns there, so I was expecting to lose a tank or two thinking, well, yeah. i got to expose them somewhere, and I thought maybe they'd be in that corner because I thought you'd hold it off there somehow down these, you know, these roads somehow. Um, I was really prepared to, to, to lose a tank or two there. Yeah, the problem setting up these AT guns... You just gotta get side shots, and it's such a crowded line of sight that if you're going down a road and a tank goes by you, like I said at the beginning of the show, before you were here, Dave, yep. it's moving motion plus two, and then it's in your line of sight restricted. You know, there's only one one hex in your line of sight. Yep. So that's plus two more, I think. So that's plus four. Hard to hit. Get you down there to six or fives or less or something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the balance of the game with the. Uh... You know, for the oh. Russians, I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, you what can move a lot with there? The, well... Well, we looked at the Australian balance, which would be fun, and we should have bid that for the German. Had we... Well, you know, we're not <laughs> you know, we're not playing here to win, well, but... Oh, just shortening the game to nine turns. I don't know that would have helped no, you here. No, you're winning on eight. Yeah. So, I think I did slow you down. I thought. I thought there were lots of times you didn't move full and could have moved full. There was times the concealment stack or a small stack held you up. Um, the fire lane dudes from <clears throat> G5 down that road, did they kill a bunch of guys? 
Not really. I mean, wasn't I, that one? I was a little oh, worried. Oh, because you were in the yeah. street and then moved out of the street. Somewhere you moved and I nailed you with some. One Remember, one fire lane was deadly. Um, one fire lane busted. Oh, everybody, yeah. and they had to route back. It yeah. was this one here. Maybe it was down here. It was down here. Oh, yeah, the one from... I was trying to run there? out, yeah, from R6. R6, down along that... Aboard 21. Yeah, wall. I, I mean, did nail spot, a whole group. Three That's spots. the one I chased back into the woods. Correct. Which maybe was stupid, as I have to fall back to stop you. But the guys over there are never going to get over here in time. You know, if, if I'm equal, if I all my guys are on this middle board 21, and I'm on the left half and you're on the right half, exiting straight ahead, I can't get over in time to stop you, even with some of these diagonal roads. Now, Dave played well, too, in terms of trying to prevent my counter-movement. Yep. I think, up I, I, think I helped a little, a little bit, saying, yep. well, who's going to cover that zone, you know, so stop a tank right. and cover, lay down some covering fire to keep the German from moving. Because one thing is, as a attacker, if you can get the German on the side isolated, you can then lay down the fire lanes, preventing him from crossing back the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's a road down the center, which was up there on board uh, one. Yes. Uh, right down the middle, Q, row Q. You know, if the, if the Russian can get in there, prevent the German from moving left and right, and then cut off these angled streets. So you always want to sure, be looking a roadblock, for these yeah, might have made a difference there, because I was able to get from one side of the board to the other with fairly relative ease. So maybe that would have helped. You, yeah, because you were smart enough to use your tanks to bust my um, fire lane guys up pretty good, right? You yep. came up and zeroed in on them and got them to neg two acquired. Right. And I think what worried me... Patient, and, patience yeah, what, paid off. Yeah, what worried me in this game, though, is that we were at turn four or almost five. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was just barely at the edge of the cemetery, so I was thinking, well... I better get moving, so I just I dropped some of the machine guns and yeah, just you did. said, start the run, and kind of did. Some of them got, you know, broken here and there, but I think with the tanks getting across, that certainly helped. at that exact time, you had broke, broke me out of G5, out of P6, oh, what is that, 8, P8? Yeah, 08, 08. P8, yep. You know, those were the front spots. You had broke those. And I had been forced to route back into 06 and 07. Yeah. So I didn't have shots at you anymore. And, yeah, the graveyard is perfect cover. Yeah. Right at the same time. You drove me out of there. You couldn't make it through the graveyard. And you busted up that G5 uh, fire lane. I didn't have a fire lane down from BB0 on board 21. 20. Right. 20. Um, but... Yeah, it's just a whole lot, and I think the German doesn't really have enough. I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses. No, no, but I think it, if I would have been down two tanks, we'd probably be talking a slightly different... Yes. It would be very close. Maybe the German has to be more actively tank hunting, but you just were not done with those tanks. No, you I didn't run them ahead. infantry with them all yep. the time. Yeah. And, all well, the time. I've been burned by that, Dave, so I think you, you probably <laughs> taught me that because... Don't stick those tanks out. That's I'll, right. I'll go charge at them and pull a Panzerfaust Correct. Up. Correct. Or a bazooka. Uh. Well, well, and even on my right flank, when you decimated everything over there, my, mm. my radio guy and my, my squad with my heavy and everything, they were all by themselves, basically, so that's when I ran them away because I didn't want you running up on them and shooting at them. Yeah, at least... Yeah, and maybe I brought up too many reinforcements. Remember I brought up all the 447s from the... Victory Building, yeah. H3. Well, it certainly helped, though. You but, blew it all away. But 
That's true, but did I need it all to do that? Well, if my OBA was working, I would have needed all of them. It might have made anything. a difference, but again, I didn't. Yeah, that didn't do. But anything. maybe I should have pulled half of them off the wall quicker and pull them over, or stay at the house and let you come all the way in. But you know, it was so tempting to take that wall. True. And hold that open. No, ground. I think what you did on that wall was great. It was. I couldn't great. get past yeah, it. Right. I couldn't do anything. You're right. One squat. I sat there left. the whole game. One it, squat it, out of everything that started there, right? Now, I mean, if you were to argue, maybe you could have sent, you know, maybe a third over the other side of the board yeah, to try that's to help what I'm something. Thinking. Maybe. But I mean Well, three came up from the building. So maybe two should have went up from the building and one swung to the right at least. Bottom line I didn't swing enough over to this right flank. Well once you figure it out I mean the end of the game I started six squads over there. And I ended up with one left. Everything else was gone. And the half squad conscript way back by the No, but he was broken. He never came yeah, back. He's not coming yeah, right. Yeah, that's so, what I mean. That's that was what was left. Yeah. The others so, were vapoed, KIA'd. Yeah, yeah, gone. Yeah. So I think Somehow. And taking out the OBA was, was oh, you, great. And you pulled one off of it to come to the center at one point. When you got discouraged or something? Maybe. Right? Maybe. But yeah. But for the most yeah. part, that whole right flank for me. Well, was the only terrible. great squads was this one machine gun nest and the one up in the victory building. With the boresighted hex. Yeah, so. and that's what killed my radio guy. and He never had a chance. He pulled one card and it was red. Yeah, I don't know if I forgot my boresighting on the mediums and heavies. I, know, I didn't write it down. I just announced it at the f top of the show. Yeah. Okay. Um, did I walk into those positions? Would it have been, made a difference? I don't think. I think I did them at the ends of the fire lanes on those two machine guns, and I was shooting okay. guys in the street. Okay, right, right. I know I didn't pick a hex in the street. So then you just call it a fire lane instead. Yeah, because you weren't in those hexes. So I well, and, it, and I, well, you did break me on those. You had them going different ways. I think I had so many squads up the middle, though, you couldn't cover everything. Right, right. But that's, I mean, right. for the German, it's hard. you got a lot of ground to cover. It, yeah, it seems like it with 20 attacking Russians, you know. Yep. And the option to get the building to, yeah. One thing I did notice that the firepower for the Germans, you know, distance-wise, would had an advantage. Yes. Um, the four six, six sevens over the four four sevens. Right. So I use those with machine guns to add to the firepower down the roads and things. That's what I would do, folks. I wouldn't put them yeah. with the four four sevens. Uh, I did deploy one squad at the end here. That's where I got those three half squads at the end. Well, one was like killed one, but I. You know what I'm saying? That allows the German to spread out and try and cover more ground with little plinker two neg two shots as the Russian has to move up at the end. Maybe I should have done that earlier and sent some guys back also, or just fell back a little quicker. And what, where was the wire? Where did the wire end up? Oh, yeah, the wire's all around the building in two different sides. Oh, wow. Which, okay. you know, now I mean, that, of course now I'm going, that's dumb. I should have put it over here in this exit section. But if I did this, you know, back here in Hex's... AA-10, BB-10, CC-10, DD-10, where the Russian might sneak off. Well, then he might sneak off the center-ish of the board. Yeah, I mean... I... R-10, S-10, <clears throat> T-10. Okay, because I was thinking maybe as an alternative, although this was a long shot, I did have one squad over here. He ended up in FF-1 on board 21. Um, and he maybe... still hasn't moved in the eighth turn here. Yeah, so maybe he could have gotten the building, but I don't think he would have gotten through every... No. Every location in that building, and if you're saying there's wire there, then forget it. I probably would have never have gotten in. Or if I did, it would have been too late. You might have took a turn off of it, right? Right, Because right. to go through all those hexes is a long time. Oh, yeah. And in my mind, I imagine, oh, we're going to have this big fight for this building, so I should use these larger hex 
boards, so we're not all tied up in there. Right. And, of course, it didn't happen at all. So playing these on the average side boards would have been okay. We had some stacks of three, but very few. Right, yep. Usually. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot to think about, a lot of fire lanes. It's all a big city. Uh, German has to be really wily and really mobile, More obviously more mobile than I was. Um, I think if I just took a turn and fell back earlier or two, who knows? Yeah, maybe, I mean, I don't know what the balance is, but, um, maybe if the German, I mean, the Germans, it's saying shorten the game, but it's I don't think enough. it's enough. Shorten it to turn eight. No, it's not. I think it should really be maybe four more squads or something that for that, for the German. Well, if you did the Australian balancing, which... I don't know if the, you all have this at home. Um, I got it from, I think, a third-party product, yeah, and on a tag board. I cut them all out and glued them onto my scenario cards. Oh, okay. But when they reissue, I know a, uh, MMP is starting to use some of these Australian balancing things. I, uh, with uh, one of the action packs, they were on all of them, yeah. But this is a really old scenario, right? Oh, yeah. This is the original Beyond Valor, so that's why I'm hoping a lot of players look at it and go, oh, I can't play that. It's too many turns. Well, here we are at 9.30 at night. Yeah, we kind of started really at 3.30. We'd stop for dinner yep. an hour, and we've been recording this. But, I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking um, 20 squads moving, four tanks. You yep. did a very efficient job. Yeah. And you did a nice job of cutting off some of my routes, keeping your tanks out of the... Panzerfaust areas. Um, I yep. thought their spread out attack was not going to work though at one point. Yeah. Well, I mean, they. I had a lot in the center, and then six off to the right. But then they. And yeah, I did spread out. A That's lot of the sure. center shifted to the left. The starting left units. Did they end up getting down here? Um, or they went kind of to the right and then back to the left. I came more up the middle, but some came this way. A few came up yeah, this back road. Back to the left, so yeah. back to the left. Because you started some. Oh, coming up this road, because you were in building G5 and board 21. Yeah, that's right. You had a couple squads yeah, over here in building F7. Yep. On board 21. So. I mean, sometimes when you get in the play, it, sometimes you go, well, maybe that wasn't enough over there, but sometimes that surprises you. Sometimes it just kind of works out. I don't know. I attribute some of it to luck. Yep, of course. Yeah. But, you know, putting this guy here and that guy there and then missing a nice rear shot on a tank because he just turned left instead of right and could have done either also. And I think the rolling wasn't really necessarily a factor. I thought it was pretty balanced. Dice? Yeah, dice. Yeah, rolling Oh, dice no tonight. one had hot dice the whole time. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I think it, it kind of balanced out. We all had our 12s, 11s, 10s, 11s, 12s. Um, but we also had some very low numbers. Um yeah, couple, couple snake eyes, but you Game's know, big it just seemed very well evenly random. You know, sometimes you feel like he's really hitting them hot uh, at the right times, um, and sometimes that's a factor. But it is random, so you can't always blame the dice. No, especially in a game of this size. Right. Right. This is not a small six turn. You know, ten right. ten units aside. But uh, thanks for playing it. Yeah, very good, Dave. I, I had a good time playing. And I don't think we'll play it again for a while, but there's some of those other early ones from Beyond Valor that are large too, like kind of like kind of like this medium. I don't know. This might be actually a medium. Yeah. 
one. It's not a monster, but especially being spread out. Yeah. It seemed like there were several small battles going on across the board. Yep. Yep. So we'll sign right. off then. Very good. And remember to roll low. And rally well. But not, not when, when you're, you're playing, playing us. us. Bye-bye, everyone. Goodbye.